If you've been putting off exploring or pursuing a career change because you don't have time, or maybe things just aren't that bad, or maybe you're just not sure what you want to do anyways, this episode is for you. This week I'm sharing five signs it's time for a career change and easy ways that you can be proactive in the hardest part of all, getting started. Your relationship to work and your career have changed over the last few years. And that means the same old career advice just won't do. I'm Jen Walker-Wall, career strategist, resume writer, and founder of Work Wonders Careers. If you're looking to ditch overthinking and hustle culture and pursue work and life in alignment with your values and priorities, you're in the right place. Welcome to Reimagining Ambition. I have been thinking a lot about transformation and change this year. As you are listening to this, we are getting ready for our career alchemy workshop, where I'm going to be pulling threads together, both theoretically and practically, and talking about what is the actual process and structure of career transformation? What does it take to actually make changes in your career? I've put together a framework for reclaiming your power in your career. Probably the number one challenge I see is that people count themselves out. They wait for things to happen for them. Often they're promised things. So on some level, that might be a tactic that that feels logical and it might be one that you trust. But often what I'm hearing from people who come to us and are looking for help realigning their career is that they don't know what to do They've waited a long time with these feelings of feeling like it's time for a change. And they're looking for some kind of structure to help them make that change. Otherwise, the process is just kind of dominated by a lot of false starts and fears. You can find yourself going around in circles pretty easily. So I've developed a framework to help you kind of integrate and apply these and move yourself through the process. We're going to help you figure out what your next steps are because they're not going to be the same for everyone. Everyone's coming in in a different place with different resources, different goals, different needs. We're going to hold some space to help you really think through what your goals and needs might look like and what to do with them in a career change process. The trick, if there is one, to really anything we do over here is to remember that there are things that you can do. There are things that you have control over. There are things that are within your realm of action, okay? There are things that are your responsibility. And that's where we really wanna focus our attention because there's many things that we can't control, but we wanna really focus on those things that we, we can do that are our responsibility. That's really where the magic happens any major or even minor career transition or change, you just see it happen on LinkedIn. You just see someone's job title change or you see they have a new employer. You don't really see what that process looks like. So that's what I'm hoping to spend some time talking about demystifying and sharing with all of you who sign up for our Career Alchemy Workshop. We are down to the wire, but as of the time that I'm recording this, we also do have tickets left. Check out, the Career Alchemy workshop description, and I will link to it in the show notes so you can find it super easily. Something I see happen quite a bit is that we delay initiating our own transition process or even exploring a transition process. And I think there's a lot of 
you know, I don't think this transition is even possible for me. I don't think I have the skills for the job I want. I think it's going to require me to take a pay cut. It's probably not even possible. Why invest any time in it? So those are the sorts of things I often hear when I'm on consult calls with people. Like those thoughts have often been circling around in people's minds for quite some time before they ever reach out. But what I really want to suggest is that even when someone comes into a process thinking it's going to be a major career transition, it's usually more of a matter of degrees. And that process yields opportunities, connections, time to adjust, time to reflect, time to change your own behavior so that no one really ends up wasting their time. Any time spent in this process can be time well used if you have a plan for it. You can learn more about yourself. You can set yourself up for the future. I never know how these journeys are going to end for people. I only know that like we're going to commit to the process. We're going to commit to learning as much as we can in the process. And that if we do our work, if we focus on the things that are our responsibility in the career transformation process, there will be results. So if you're not sure if it's time, I'm going to offer some signs that I think it's time. And I wouldn't be surprised if some of you have A, more than one of these, and B, have been sitting with these for quite some time. The first sign that it's time for a career change is that you have ignored a lot of warning signs. Maybe you've been unhappy at work for a while, you've been tolerating, coping with some level of dysfunction, but I think the sign for me that it's time to move into like action and transition mode is when this exhaustion and burnout and stress really starts impacting your non-work life. There's a limit to what people can tolerate and cope with and deal with and survive with. And if you've been in the space where you're like, this is fine for now, it really doesn't take that long in my experience from like, this is fine for now to like, this is intolerable. And so whenever people say, oh, I'm starting to think about my next steps, it's not so bad right now, like that's the time to start because that's when you still have energy for yourself usually, right? There's, you're not like closing down the workday, utterly exhausted, completely burned out, like just to, you know, scroll on social media for the rest of the night. Start, start as soon as you can, really. It's much better to have a runway of time and be able to take your time than to feel driven by a sense of urgency. It's, it's a different set of decisions that you'll be making for yourself when that's the case. The second sign that it might be time for a career change so it's kind of related to the first, is that you prioritize everything except your own goals. So if your professional goals have taken a backseat to caretaking, to work obligations, to other things going on in your life, that, in my experience, is, is a tenuous process. That is a, that is a time-bound thing that people can tolerate. It's not something people can tolerate forever. So a lot of people that I see kind of entering into this process are folks who, you know, maybe their kids have gone to college or if they've had young kids, they're in school for several hours a day. And it's a change in your life and your lifestyle that just creates a little bit more bandwidth for you to not just think about yourself, but to think about what's possible for you. Like the, the nature of the opportunities that you can consider might be fundamentally different than they were, you know, a year or two ago. Another thing 
probably the most common thing that gets in the way of people's journeys here is work itself, the job itself. At our retreat last month, we had our winter reflection retreat, which was super lovely. Shout out to everyone who came, if you're listening. We had this conversation about work being a thief of joy. <laughs> like That's a good sign that it's that it's time to, to make a transition. Many people in the room were in that place and thinking about, okay, what's What's next? What am I gonna do with this information? In that conversation, I realized that work is also a thief of opportunity, right? If the job is a fundamental mismatch, if it's draining, if it's burning you out, if it has, you know, toxic elements day in and day out, it's like running your battery into the ground all the time. And not only can that steal you from parts of your other parts of your life, the parts that are meant for you to really enjoy and thrive in, but it can drain you of your ability to even leave that job, right? That's that's the real doozy, I think, for me, is when these toxic jobs sort of rob us of any energy to get the heck out of there. That is something I have definitely experienced for myself. What we're looking for here are ways to reprioritize our own goals. And that doesn't mean making them priority number one. It doesn't necessarily mean every potential opportunity would be a good match for where you are in your life. But it is an invitation, if you want it to be, to reconsider and explore what's possible. Another sign that it could be time for a career change is if your industry is a disaster right now. I'm using the word disaster broadly. This is totally subjective, Um, but there have been deep layoffs in tech in HR, marketing, I feel like marketing people are always getting hit with layoffs. So there are some functions and industries that have just been hit so hard by what's going on right now. And there are people that I see who are hanging in there, doing what they can, like planning to stay in those industries, in those kinds of roles, like waiting for the market to change, which is absolutely a perfectly fine decision for you to make if that works for you. But I am also seeing, especially as we're seeing some people in tech be out of work for a year, 18 months, like going on two years for some people, you know, you don't have to stay there. There's ways that you can reposition yourself, realign yourself, market yourself for other opportunities. So maybe it's a time to just consider, do I want to explore making a change because what I've started to pursue is difficult, a disaster, disintegrating. You know, there's a lot of words we could use here. I'm also thinking of the journalism, the layoffs in in journalism right now. Like there's a lot of fields that feel disproportionately impacted. And I think that we're just going to see a lot of those changing what they pursue in the future. Maybe it's self-employment, maybe it's a portfolio style career, maybe it's just a job in another field. But If you've been waiting for an invitation to consider new industries or functions, like this is it. Take it or leave it. It's totally up to you. There's really not a wrong answer. And speaking of side hustles and self-employment, another sign that it could be time to consider a career change is that you want to explore opportunities outside the nine to five. Personally, when people tell me that they'd like to be self-employed or they imagine themselves being self-employed at some point, I always think like, well, that's an itch you're going to have to scratch. Like once that seed is in your brain, like it's, 
it's implanting, right? It's growing roots. It's growing. Um, it's something that I think once people really think about and consider, it becomes very difficult to ignore because there's people I meet all the time who are like, oh, I could never do it. I would have no interest in being self-employed um, and fair enough. So if you are someone who has always wanted to work for yourself or you've wanted to do some consulting on the side, why not now? Whether you're employed, maybe you're between jobs, it do actually doesn't really matter. There's opportunities to pick up contract work or additional hours. There may be opportunities to build something on the side that eventually takes you full time, provides a, a more solid stream of income. I'm even just seeing people step into a self-employed role as a way to manage what's going on in their industry and the job market right now, right? So maybe they're not committed to being self-employed for life, but they're happy doing contract work and you know working for themselves for the time being. I see self-employment and being able to monetize your professional skills outside of a nine to five as an increasingly important set of skills as the market is really volatile, right? As we're in volatile times, I think it's really critical that people know how to talk about themselves, market themselves, and find work opportunities outside of a nine to five. The fifth reason, I had a hard time knowing what to call this, <laughs> how, to, how to kind of capture this category, but largely if you, you know, pursued a career, took a job, and you did what you wanted to do, it might be time to move on. Oftentimes, what I hear from people is this like sense of failure, this, you know, the dissatisfaction, the mismatch, the burnout, the, you know, lack of future that they imagine for themselves and something they set out intentionally to pursue feels like a failure. You know, you got the degree, you got the internship, you got the job, you got the promotion. And then, and yet, right, there's still something else like nagging at you that makes you feel like this isn't what you want to do for the rest of your life. That seems to show up and people tend to categorize that as a failure. But what I'm often hearing actually is that it's like, you did it. You did the thing. Like you did what you set out to do. You checked the boxes, you walked the path, you, you pursued the opportunities, you landed the opportunities, and you just did it faster than you thought you would. In my mind, this is really a success story. You did it. And it's time to figure out what the next thing actually is. If you are someone who did all the things, who did what you needed to do, did what you wanted to do, and you still find like, ooh, this isn't quite it, or I'm ready for something else now, like that's a fundamentally different story than I failed. Like it's okay to pursue something and learn something about what that job would look like if you had it for the rest of your life, but it's also okay to change your mind. It's okay to do more than one thing with your career. It's okay to make more than one pivot. A lot of people do. Instead of telling yourself a story of failure, consider like reworking this into a story of success. And I think once you've pursued work and you have achievements and success in, in one industry, you can take those elsewhere. You absolutely can. If any of these signs resonate with you, you are probably left wondering, what now? Like, what am I supposed to do now that I've identified I'd like to explore or pursue some kind of change in my career? I don't know what that is. I don't know what it would look like. I don't know the first thing to do. In these early beginning stages, when you're really just recognizing 
that mismatch and probably saying out loud for the first time, like, I think I'm ready for some kind of change. I think I'm ready to see what else is out there. Here are just some small reminders on how to get started. You can start small. You can start by just acknowledging where you're at. You can start by talking to people who are close to you that you trust, colleagues, friends, just saying out loud what it is that you've been experiencing internally. You can start noticing the parts of your job that you really enjoy and the parts that you never wanna do again. You can even start looking at jobs just for the purpose of seeing what strikes your fancy, like what feels interesting and exciting versus like what feels exhausting and draining and like a red flag right off the bat. You want to look for opportunities to have space held for you to do this kind of thinking and dreaming and action planning. This is what our retreats and workshops and coaching sessions look like, but you can also do self-reflection, you can do journaling, you can do this with friends. Having that space held for, your, for you and your goals is really critical. You need to step outside of the rat race of it all and really think big picture. I always say to my clients, like if my clients are listening, they know I always say like, this is an excavation project ultimately. And the longer you've gone on in a job where you're unhappy, the more there is. There's more layers of soil there are to kind of take off here and figure out like what's underneath. So you're going to want time, space, and structure for that. So take advantage of opportunities. Join us, I think it's this week, uh, join us at the Career Alchemy Workshop if you can, because any sort of space you can have held for you and direction in this is going to make the process much more efficient. As with anything that we do over here, you want to make it interactive. You want to be talking to people. And maybe you move from friends to colleagues to their connections in different fields, different industries, or maybe you're just going to workshops or courses. You don't have to know the whole why behind absolutely everything. Sometimes just following your curiosity, like some breadcrumbs, um, that can be really helpful and instructive. Make it an experiential process. You might want to consider explicitly giving yourself permission to explore a change or to pursue a change. We might need to just give ourselves permission to do this work without knowing what the outcome's gonna be. It can be a little ambiguous when you're getting started. So just starting by giving yourself permission to explore and acknowledging that you think there's something better, there could be something better out there for you. And you're gonna take your time and try to figure out what that is. You might have to ask for help. You might have to do things you wouldn't normally do. You might have to create space in your calendar that you wouldn't have to hold for yourself. Giving yourself active permission can be really important because sometimes we just keep ourselves where we already are. Something we'll talk about at this week's workshop is like you need to be reframing your stories. You need to be thinking about what it is that you are telling yourself. What are you telling other people? How do we really optimize and leverage those stories? I can tell you of all the people I've seen make career changes, like not one of them made a change where their previous work didn't matter, where their previous experience didn't matter at all. So we're always leveraging pieces. We might not know right now which pieces of our work history we will be leveraging, but storytelling is a very significant 
part of this process. The stories we tell ourselves, the stories we're telling other people. And you are going to need time probably to change and shift some of those stories. And that's okay, that's part of the process. Storytelling is a really effective tool for career changes. So even if you're, even if you're not ready to storytell yet, it's a part of the process. You can get practiced at that, you can have some experience with that, you can get comfortable with that. And that's going to make part of this a lot easier. I'm curious if you heard anything here that makes you think, oh, it's time. It's time for me to really start thinking about what's next. If so, I would love to hear from you. You should simply go to the show notes right now, click the link for the Career Alchemy Workshop and join us, register, come spend some time with us. Don't miss a chance to start with some direction. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on Reimagining Ambition. While you're here, please hit subscribe or follow and make sure you always get our latest episodes. And if you'd like endless gratitude from yours truly, please consider leaving a review. It really helps our podcast attract new listeners. If you're looking for a hands-on career, job search, and resume support, well, that's what we do best. Come on over to workwonderscareers.com and learn how we help mission-driven professionals like you make career moves that matter.